Welcome to Showbuzz Sports, your one-stop shop for all things sports. I'm Michael Owen. As always, we have Peyton McCowan and Cameron Turner. How you boys doing today? You guys ready? Pretty, pretty good, man. Ready for some college football. It's going to be an exciting weekend. Opening week. Glad to be back, by the way. Yeah. A little vacation for us. We got lots of college football on the on the show today. Um, we're gonna Y'all can always follow us at Showbuzz Sports 1 and give us a listen. And that's on Twitter and Instagram at ShowBuzzSports1. Yep, and uh, we're going to start things off with uh, some UNA talk. Uh, what you got for us, Peyton? Oh, so uh, Times Daily, Jeff McIntyre came out with an article this week about UNA's football and the financial things that we're going to have to do to be successful at the Division One level. And uh, we'll get started with uh, $2.1 million dollars worth the renovations coming to Flowers Hall, the basketball gym, and also the ladies, volley, ladies volleyball and, of course, men and women's basketball. Uh, the volleyball room just recently got renovated, and that's finished. The new basketball court is down with the Atlantic Sun print, new layout, and all that good stuff. Um, also, we're getting a beach volleyball team, and that's they're going to be a nice. building of, Beach volleyball court out on Cox Creek, and the word is $100,000. Oh, well, me and Mike may have to come out yeah. of our beach volleyball I, retirement. Yeah. I'll definitely be go watching some beach volleyball. Uh, this Saturday, you know, UNA opens up the football season at Southern Utah. or Yeah, Southern Utah. And uh, Southern Utah is going to be writing a check for $130,000 for us to play. <laughs> go down there and play them. And then the following week after that, we'll have another road game. And then week three, we go to North Dakota State, and they will be paying us $230,000 to play them. Do you know how much total we're going to generate in revenue as our first year? Uh, I think I think it's somewhere between nine and nine and a half million. For just this year of football, that's how much we're going to anticipate it to make? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I know the budget's going to be like nine and nine, nine million. Um, be interesting to see. We'll try to find that for y'all. Maybe not for this podcast, but for later on, what the difference is when we were Division Two revenue wise versus what we're anticipated to make for I'm Division Sure, one. it's a hefty amount bigger. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean just like that. I mean, I, I don't see a football team making or paying someone else to play them more than fifty grand at the Division Two level. No. And we start off the season with what'd you say, Peyton? Start off the season with one hundred thirty thousand. One hundred thirty thousand dollar check to play Southern Utah. I mean that's. I mean, you go. You look ahead. A year from now, Montana's going to be paying us two hundred and thirty thousand dollars to come and play them in Montana, and then BYU. the year after, in twenty twenty, we're going to be going to play Brigham Young, and they're going to be writing a check for half a million dollars. Oof. Yeah, that has some nice facilities. Yeah. In the upcoming future, hopefully. Um, but Do you think we get our own football stadium? The basketball Flowers yes. Hall is yeah. supposed to yeah. be um, fully renovated before the first basketball game of the season, and that's going to wow. be like November sixteenth. They've shut it off right now. It hasn't started yet. They've pushed it back. But there's going to be new bleachers, new seating areas. Oh, I'm not quite sure the, all the details about And not, I'm not quite sure on this either, but this is a rumor I've heard. Um, no, we're doing a football preview, but we're just going to cover a little bit of the basis of all UNA sports a little bit today. But um heard baseball may be playing a Division two heavy schedule this year and kind of phasing in the D1. Yeah. 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 Um, next year, next season. The following Cause I know the big rival for baseball is UAH, and yeah. I just don't see them losing that game. No, they'll still play all their D D two rivals. Yeah, it's going to slowly trickle into Division one opponents. I say right now we year, don't have any D one like any recruits that we recruited that were D one caliber baseball players. Baseball team has a JSU the first. Three so they're going to be playing FCS. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then they we got U Alabama. That's a loss. Detroit. Loss. Tennessee Tech's a loss. Kennesaw State's a loss. <laughs> University of Ole Miss. Loss. Um, <laughs> All right, Cameron. 
We're, we're, we're UNA students here. We didn't get to announce our I mean, we, we, give, we, give it, we give it like it is. We're here as reporters. We're journalists. Yeah, but they, their baseball schedules de- definitely got a lot of – Ended up at Lipscomb. I, I like that Auburn, game. then Lipscomb. Yeah. So, I like that game. Um, Lipscomb, nice field. Um, be honest, I probably will go to that game. Lipscomb's usually a pretty good little baseball talent. Um, usually have a very athletic outfield. I know they had a guy drafted – First round last year or two or two years ago, but that's in their conference, isn't it? Yeah, A-Sun. A-Sun. Yeah. So you got North Florida, you got Jacksonville University, Florida Gulf Coast, Florida Gulf Coast, They're also and, in and Liberty and Stetson. Yeah. And KSU. Yeah. KSU. Go go Big Al's. That's where I was my freshman year. <laughs> but um, the men's basketball team playing Gonzaga this year this season. And uh, they'll be on the road, of course, and they'll be getting paid ninety five thousand to go play there. How and good was our like basketball I said, the, team last year? Not very good. No, not very good at all. But we got a new coach, uh, Albert Pujols, who came from uh, I want to say he came from like Wichita, maybe. Oh, check that out, Mike, for yeah. us. But the budget, like I said, the budget for this this school year, this academic year for athletics, is going to be somewhere around nine nine and a half million. Dollars. Yeah, the basketball team was fifteen and thirteen last year, and they. And for, fifteen and thirteen last. And for season. those of our listeners that don't go to UNA, the reason that this is such a big deal is UNA, is not a very big campus. I mean. Probably what do we have like eight, classroom buildings plus GUC Commons and then, a little bit of activities. Mm. It's not a D one campus. I mean, it's not a D one campus. And it is, boys. We are. D1. I mean, now it is D one <laughs> apparently, but. I mean, we're, there's going to have to be a lot of renovations done to set up our athletes to that, be able to that's compete. A plan. That's a plan moving forward, and a lot of this is going to come from like these playing these big schools and getting money, and then generating money through the university within with home games and stuff like that. But it'll be a, it'll be a long road. But uh, Pool was the assistant coach at Appalachian State, Appalachian VCU, State. and Bama. For Virginia College. And then he came then he was as a, a head coach at Wyoming. At Wyoming. Or, yeah, Not that yeah he, Wyoming. That yeah. was it. But his salary is going I'm pretty sure his salary is 750k. That's going up like 600k from the You're a good coach, you end up getting good players. So. Right. Well, I mean, you also got to think in the increase in scholarship yeah. that the Division One has brought up. I mean, with the increase in scholarship, that increases the ability to pay your coaches more because it increases your budget. Um, how long do you think it takes, Peyton, for us to become a competitive force on the D one scene? Oh, uh, you gotta look at like probably ten years from now. And that's at all sports? Yeah. You and I did go D one or Yeah, they've been D one before and it yeah. didn't work out and hopefully it will work out better this time. But we're gonna have to have like updated facilities, like really legitimate division one facilities to make it work. And that I mean Right now, football hasn't gotten it, but it's it's coming for basketball and volleyball, men's and women's, and then the baseball team, of course, is. We have, I mean, the school has a lot of big donors, and a lot of the renovations are coming from donors, private donors. But. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be a fun couple of years watching the campus grow. You know, yeah, for sure. But getting out of UNA sports right now, we're gonna get into. Um, Little college football this weekend. Ole Miss week. preview. Got an Ole Miss preview today, and then we got just some regular stuff with the with the college games on the weekend. And we'll cover the, the spreads and everything for those yeah. games and give you our predictions for those. But getting into Ole Miss um, this Saturday, we play Texas Tech at noon in Houston. Definitely gonna be a high scoring game. <laughs> yeah, shoot out for sure. Uh, Over under sixty five. What you got? I'll take the under. I the under? Yeah, I think it would be like a 30-point game. Let's say, I think Vegas had it at 65 over under. Yeah. And uh, right now, uh, Texas Tech is a two-point favorite, two-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think about that? Oh, it's fair. It's fair. We'll see what happens. Where's, where's the like, game at? It's in Houston. It's in Houston. Okay. In RG Stadium where the Texans play. Uh, at noon on ESPN. You can catch that on ESPN. You know, I like our chances, but like I said, it's going to be a shootout. So, neither team's very good defensively. Um, 
really high powered offenses. Yeah, it ought to be a fun. It'll be a I fun mean, the game. biggest, very the biggest question yeah. for Ole Miss is everyone knows about their elite receiver core. Yeah. Question is the quarterback. Is he going to be able to get his elite receiver core the ball? You know, I think Tom Tiamo is going to have a really big year. Really big year. I think he can be a top top three, top four quarterback in the conference. So say right now y'all's projected record is five and seven. Yeah. One and seven no SEC. No one's given Ole Miss chance at all. One and seven SEC. No one. And I think that's ridiculous. I think I at least see him at a minimum of an eight and four. Yeah, like uh we beat teams last year that are ranked ahead of us like I know we didn't beat L S U last year, but I think we have a really good shot. It's giving you your we beat home. we beat state last year and they're they're in the top twenty five. Say so, via Athlon Sports giving you your only win in the SEC coming to a very bad Vanderbilt team, and that's still you are only favored by ten points in that game. So you you lit off of Texas Tech. You got you got a W in that in that place. Oh, what do you, what do you think? You know, being a fan, I I want to say we will. Mm. Uh, Realistically, mathematically, it looks like a realistic chance because you return how many starters? We were returning nine starters on offense and uh, four on the defensive side. But, you know, I've heard a lot coming out of the uh, football program this summer that the locker room is in an A-plus position with Matt Luke. Everybody's under Matt Luke and with him. Everybody wanted him. Everybody, yeah, I say everybody wanted everybody him last year. really, really made it clear that this is the guy we want. And the word is on the street that – He's going to have his boys ready. Well, the players are going to protect him. We're going to have new uniforms rocking out this Saturday. White helmets, all white pants, white jerseys. Mm. So, <laughs> I think that should have opened it up in the powders. Can't do that. We got to do that week three. Um, anyways, you then you go, you got you Southern got Illinois. Southern Illinois at home, which should be an easy victory. Tune-up game for the next week with Alabama and going then, to yeah, the Baltimore Way Stadium. And, uh, you know, Two years ago, when we played them at in Ole Miss, it was it really felt really similar to this this off season. You know, Freeze was coming off of a a, a year that we I think we won eight games and lost five. We made a bowl game. It was we played in the belt belt bowl. We had a a very good wide receiver in Laquan Treadwell, who everybody had as a top receiver in the in the conference. We had a quarterback in Chad Kelly. That was predicted to be the best passer in the conference. And uh, this year we got A.J. Brown, top wide receiver in the country, top wide receiver on draft boards. Jordan Tomu, who had a fabulous year last year, only played six games with the injury to Shea Patterson. It's going to be a disorder this year with Shea transferred out to Michigan. So uh, I'm really excited. And not just It's not just A.J. Brown. D.K. Metcalf can play. And Demarcus Lodge can play. We got a good tight end group. Uh, our our offense is, but he's going to be a top offense in the in the conference. Do you think but the, the question is the, the defense, the country, the yeah for sure. the The question is going to be the defense, and I like I like to have an Alabama early. I do, because you know they're going to have some controversy with the quarterback with Hurts and Tua, and they got some injuries in the linebacker core. The secondary is not very good, and we pass the ball very well, so I like that. It's just gonna be. Enough, it's just gonna be. Can we hold them to enough points to get the victory? Because they're gonna score about almost every drive y'all do. I mean, because we're, we're we're gonna score a lot of points. I think last year we scored thirty two point three a game. But I mean, the score the score of last year's game was sixty six to three. You think? Yeah, you but think the Ole Miss maybe that not. Better? With last season, I'm thinking like we we just came off the scandal with freeze. We were on bowl band. They knew we weren't going anywhere. And a lot Shea of your talents transferred out. Shea Patterson's, Shea Patterson's like, I don't want to play here. He's not. And then he transfers to Michigan after he gets hurt. So my take with this is our guys didn't have anything to play for. And then now, after we beat Mississippi State, and we go 6-6 six and six on bowl band, they have all winter and summer to work to get ready and then this this season we we're not going to be able to bowl band, so I think I'm I think we have a lot of motivation to come out and shock a lot of people. Yeah. And I, and I think it's dis I think we really are disrespected in the SEC because I think we can beat LSU. I think we can beat Vander. We're going to beat Vanderbilt by more than ten points. That's that's disrespectful. As being a fan, at least. Uh, we went to Starkville and beat Mississippi State last year. We were up thirty-one to six in the fourth quarter, and that's a top twenty-five team according to Athlon Sports. 
with Nick Fitzgerald and Dan Mullins, the coach. Now they have a new coach uh, coming from Penn State, Joe Moorhead, who's a defensive coach. When is your bowl band supposed to end? Well, with all the stuff that's happened in Ohio State and them not getting any discipline for that. So you're supposed to go through this season. This season that starts on Saturday. But we haven't peeled it, and we're waiting a word back. So and we've we already had a self-band that the university made and that we were on bowl band the last two years. So... Hope y'all get out of it. I'm almost positive we're going to get out of it. And the thing about that is you lost a lot of recruits once that bowl band happened. We're only on 11 scholarships. But now that that you're towards the end of that, looking at your top 10 recruits, I mean, it's very very defensive heavy. You got two defensive tackles, an outside linebacker, and a defensive end, and another outside linebacker. A name to to keep your eye on is... um, we got a true freshman quarterback coming in, Matt Corral, five-star yep. quarterback, and uh, he's he was the uh, second-rated quarterback of last year's class with Tua Tua being the first. Are you talking about the class of 2017? He was redshirted last year. Oh, okay. I was about to say he just said true freshman. I was I was gonna say last year's 2018. You had Trevor Lawrence as the yeah. number one quarterback, and then Justin Fields coming in second. Justin Fields. I'm ready to see him play. Um, Are you ready to see Trevor Lawrence play? After, I want to say we can beat Bama, but I don't have to wait and see about that one. Uh, Kent State at home the week after should be an easy win. Then we go to Death Valley play LSU, which will be a it's a rivalry game. Always is. Hit. I don't. I don't Um, know about that game. But you know, I want. I I want to say that. Well, I actually, I I will say that Mississippi State's a better football team than LSU. We went to start Bill. That's a rivalry game. We. But we beat the brakes off Mississippi State. So I like our chances in LSU. I don't think we're going to beat but them. But at Death Valley, I don't know. I, I think just, we'll beat them. I think you beat them too. And then, I would um, say it's a loss. The next week we'll go to we'll come back home and play Louisiana Monroe. We've got Chad Morris's Arkansas Razorbacks. So you yeah, still win Arkansas. I'll see you'll win that game. And then we got Auburn at home. And again, another game to make a statement to the uh, to the country, to the conference. To everybody watching, we got Auburn at home. Uh, you know, Auburn could lose this weekend to Washington and then maybe slip up another game and we could come in there and put another L on Auburn's schedule. Mm, I don't know. I'm South Carolina at home. I like your chances. I don't I like I'm, I'm out on I South like, Carolina. I like us there. I don't I think South Carolina be a good game. pretenders. I think South you could pull it out. And then we go on the road to College Station and play the Aggies. I like y'all in that one too. I like us in that game. I don't th- with Texas A&M, all this stuff coming out about them, and then we got to go to Vanderbilt to Nashville to play them, which I think that'll be very, very high scoring game. A lot to not a lot with Ole Miss coming out with a win right there, and then we got Mississippi State man at home this year. Beat them last year. We got the egg in Oxford. Oh, we'll beat Mississippi State. Um, our defense was less talented than it is this year, and we beat them last year on bowl band, knowing that it was our last game. Which always that's always a game that everybody circles on the schedule. Being an Ole Miss fan, Mississippi State, but the games that everybody is circling besides State, I mean, you got Bama at home, Auburn at home, and at LSU, and that Texas Tech game too. I don't, I, yeah, for sure, Texas Tech. Like we're gonna have to if we if we lose this weekend, then we got no shot against Alabama. We got to be two and zero. We have to be two and zero with a lot of steam rolling, a lot of motivation. We're two and zero, and we got Bama at home. Uh, I like our chances. I'm not saying we're gonna beat them, but I like them. So, what do you? What's your prediction on like the schedule? Like, okay. what, what do you? What do you think? Um, like your record is at the end of the year. I think I think we could go nine and three. I think we could be nine and three, but I'm gonna lean towards eight and four. I'm saying six and six, maybe seven and five. I think we're gonna be eight and four, Mike. I think we lose to. Uh, I think we lose to Alabama. I think we lose to Auburn. Auburn. I think we lose to. I think we'll, I think we'll end up beating Texas Tech. I like y'all nine and three. 
I do. This Ole Miss, yes, they have a good offense, but that defense is not good enough to to stop any like SEC teams, like good SEC teams. That's why I got Who you six and six. Who can we not stop on that schedule? Alabama, Auburn. Auburn, I see. Mississippi State. I see Mississippi State giving you trouble. I see South Carolina giving you trouble. I we, see we LSU giving you trouble. Big Ten last year, Mike, same team, new coach. Uh, I don't know what Mike. They had the same is, offense that we played last year. We we put we put Fitzgerald out of the game. We were up so big on them. Michael, you, last three episodes we covered South Carolina. Carolina. No, Why are I'm you just so giving high on South no, Carolina. No, I'm just giving you facts. I mean, they're not a terrible team. Like y'all think they're god awful. I'm not saying they're going to win the SEC or anything like that, but. I just want to know why you like South Carolina. Ole Miss nine and three. I don't see that at all. No, I said. I said. That's what he said. I, I, said, that's, I can that's see us. I can see us nine and three. I'm leaning more towards eight and four. But we're going to beat South Carolina at home, and we're going to beat Arkansas at home. I wouldn't be surprised sure. if you called a lost Texas A and M too. All right. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. I'm just. I'm just that's giving your, you that's my. Your that's your opinion. Yeah, yeah. just giving you my opinion on it. See, it's 66, maybe 7-5. I'm just saying that we're going to shock a lot of people this year. Who at Texas – do you think Texas A&M's offense has what it can to compete with Ole They've Miss? They've lost their best player on offense. No, Texas A&M's not a better team offensively than Ole Miss, but they're a lot better defensively than Ole Miss is. But you know the, you know the old saying in all of sports, shutout, ver- shutout versus a shutout doesn't win a ball game. If, they can't, if Texas A&M can't score, Texas it don't A&M matter how – terrible. It's bottom tier in the SEC. We'll just we'll just wait until yeah, we'll that week. We'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But like I said, if we win this weekend and we're going two and zero into Bama, I like our chances the rest of the season. Because I just think if we have a lot of motivation, there's a lot of guys on this team like AJ Brown. Uh, he's going to be in the NFL after the season. It's going to be a lottery pick. You know, he's probably going to be a top three pick. for sure. And um, I know he is a leader on the offense with Tiamu and. Um, DK Metcalf and Rist, uh, Knicks, or excuse me, Knox, Russell Knox. Um, I don't, I don't see him giving up on the season at all. So, it'd definitely be a more exciting Ole Miss team than the past year or two. Yeah, than last year. Yeah, I mean, the year before we were in New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah, so yeah, I meant last the year. Bowl against Oklahoma State, and we showed out. Last year was a rough year, and you know. If if you got a if a team goes into the season knowing that you're not gonna be able to play for a bowl, it's just hard to have. It's just hard to motivate the kids to go out there with full effort. The thing, like I, y'all could win, y'all might could win eight, might could win seven. I just, I just gonna, be, I think it's gonna be a lot of close games on oh, the yeah. schedule, and they could go either way. I think we got the athletes to get the wins for sure. It's just but, if you can pull it out, you know. Um, All right, now week one into- preview. Yeah, getting into some more uh, college games. Um, Florida State and Virginia Tech. Florida State being a seven and a half point favorite. Um, then you got Ohio State and Oregon State. Ohio State being a thirty-eight and a half point favorite. Mm. Texas Tech, Ole Miss, two and a half. Tech, Washington, Auburn, with Auburn being a one and a half point favorite. Um, Michigan, Notre Dame, being in Notre Dame. In that game, one and a half, and Miami and LSU, and Miami being a three and a half point favorite. Uh, getting back to Florida State and Virginia Tech, uh, who do y'all like in that one? If I was betting on the spread, like Virginia definitely Tech. Virginia Tech. I think it's going to be a close game, yeah. and it's going to come to about a field goal or touchdown. And then Florida State does have the best kicker in the country, one of. Yeah, well, now that Carlson's gone, I like Vontek in this game. Oh, they got a quarterback coming back. Um, this is this game's in Virginia Tech, right? Mm-hmm. That place is a tough place to play. You got Francois coming back his first game since I see Bama, him showing out though. Since Bama, is it Bama that he? Yeah, got? he got hurt first game of the season last year. So he could have some jitters, maybe throw up a few picks early, and then I don't know. Uh, I like Virginia Tech right there, seven and a half. I think they win by ten. Um, Ohio State and Oregon State. I don't see it. Ohio State. With all that's happened, I don't see them winning by 38 and a half without the head coach. I mean, I see Ohio State winning. Yeah, I see them I see, winning for sure, I, but I don't. Well, see I see them winning by like three touchdowns. Like if if you're if you're betting, I mean, this is a pretty good game to bet on. The spread 38 and a half points. I think OSU covers that spread pretty easily. Um, yeah, definitely. 
And then you got the Peyton's team, Ole Miss, Texas Tech, two and a half to Texas Tech. I like Ole Miss in that game. I do too. But it's just going to be a close game right down to the wire. I think Texas Tech, they're known for having an explosive offense. But no Ole Miss have Patrick Mahomes. But yeah, so, like Ole Miss said, or like we said about Ole Miss, they're returning nine of a high-scoring SEC team last year. I just like Ole Miss in this game. I mean, we still do have an SEC defense. We're not, we're not like putting out like us three out there on the line. <laughs> but definitely, I, like I said, team. I like Ole Miss in the game. Um, like it could go either way, but I like Ole Miss mm-hmm. definitely. Um, Washington, Auburn, and Atlanta. I, I, I like, I like Washington to win this game. I don't. I don't like how Auburn's played in that building in the past three games that they played. They, I mean, they got Georgia put it on them. UCF shocked them. So, I mean, I'm sure Malzahn's going to have his guys ready. But, like I said, I think I think uh, Washington secondary is going to pick Stidham off multiple times. And I like Washington in the game. I think Washington wins by, by 10. Everyone's sleeping on Auburn. We're not sleeping on Auburn. We just Washington is just a good team. Oh, Washington year. is a good team, but I got Auburn winning this. Miles like, Gaskin, top running back, Heisman hopeful. Jake Browning, Auburn's best secondary is good. in the country. And Auburn's, I mean Stidham. Ooh, I think I think he's gonna show out. Stidham's soft. <laughs> he's a fairy in the pocket. A fairy. Uh, Michigan Notre Dame. Oh, I got you. Got Notre Dame one and a half point favorite. See, I got Our Lady winning this game. I got. Got the big you got end. Michigan with Shea Patterson from Ole Miss coming in at quarterback. Really, Jim Harbaugh's first true, true quarterback that can actually play. Who so, you got winning the game? Oh, Michigan's defense may be the best in the country. I got Michigan winning this I game. I got Michigan. Too. I got Michigan Ooh. big. I see. I got. Sh- I see Shea Patterson. I got, I got, I got Michigan. Michigan big. I got Michigan in the playoff, Cameron. I see Shea Patterson no, putting his name Michigan. on the Heisman watch in the top of the board after this game. I don't like how Shea like gets out of the pocket and. You, Really relies on his legs sometimes because I think he'd get hurt because he did last year with Ole Miss. But if Michigan can block for him and let him pass it down the field, watch out because Michigan's defense is good as good as they come. I like Michigan by twelve, thirteen in this one. Oh, uh, then Miami, Florida, and LSU. Miami being a three and a half point favorite. LSU announced today that they are um, they're going to start. Was it USC's? Yep. Uh, second string quarterback transferred from USC. Um, their defense. How many starters are they bringing back on defense, Cameron? They are bringing back four or five. They got looks like four with Devin White being their big yeah. returner, and they got three guys coming back on the O line, which is good. Um. I still have Miami. I, I, yeah, I still I think Miami scores too many points for LSU year. I mean, Miami's got a great defense too. Yeah. I mean, I mean you got to think Miami was very close to being in the playoff. Last yeah, they year. were in like the like the they first couple. Lost uh, Pittsburgh late, really and late. they have a great coach. Playoff rankings that he they were in it, and then they lost to Pittsburgh, yeah. and they just kept losing three straight. Um. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go with Miami to win this one by six, seven points, touchdown, maybe a field goal, ten. Um, but next thing we got with college football is um, UCF. If if they were to go undefeated again, do you think they make the playoff? Mm, and no. I, I'd have I'm gonna say no, and which I it'd be so funny to see that happen if they won that many games in a row see, and they, they still up, didn't make it in the playoff. I mean, they but look, up Thursday night, this Thursday night at UConn, which is that's a bogus game. They like, should they, they shouldn't have, be playing. If you're gonna go to if you're gonna go to UConn. And you're going to go to East Carolina and Memphis, and you won in the playoffs. They don't have a single ranked team on their schedule. It might change by the time they play them, but right now they're. Mike, you also got to think they weren't relevant until two years ago. So okay, but and but it takes time to schedule games. You schedule games three, four years out. I know that. Expect to see their schedule boost up to a couple SEC opponents. That doesn't matter. Do you think that if they win all these games, they're making it to the playoff, Cameron? I think that the playoff system's flawed, and I've said this several times. On the, I think it needs to be an. You're going to get this team. You may look at I don't think with the playoff system it is now that they get in, but they'd have to literally beat the crap out of every team by like 20, 20 30 points each game to even be considered in the playoffs. Yeah, even the top there's two things. Brandon. There's two so things the, the that the committee doesn't like them already. I know. There's two things that you can say. 
to about the college football playoffs every year. You gotta be a power five, and Bama's gonna get in no matter what their record. I mean, they they always find a way to get Bama in. They'll 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 pull out some saber metrics on how Alabama's offensive line pooped more times than Georgia, and that's why they're gonna let them in the college football playoff just to get Bama in there. Well, Bama proves how good they are. Every I think year. the reason Bama got in is because Auburn lost to Georgia. Oh, I mean, yeah, of course. Last year, I'm just saying, history shows. I mean, Bama's gonna get in. They're either gonna get in. On the edge, they're always going to get the edge if it's down to the wire, or they get in just because they're well, you dominant. Think last year it was between Alabama and Ohio State, and Alabama's one loss team in the SEC, and, and Ohio, State, Ohio State's yeah. a two loss team in the Big Ten, where the competition. And, and Bama obviously showed that they had the right to be there. Like I'm just, and that's not. I think that the, the playoff system's flawed. I think you have well, you have the power. You have the power five for a reason. I think it needs to be. You know, what would be eight your team playoffs, eight teams? You're gonna, you're eight gonna make teams. those teams go. I don't yes. think you can do 18. How do you expect these guys to go to the NFL? They're going to play a huge schedule in the NFL. These are man. These these aren't kids anymore. These aren't kids anymore. They're going they, to they're, class. They can, they can play. They, got lots of stuff they to can do. play. Two, they can play two more. Michael, you tell me the god honest truth. How many of these kids do you think they actually go to college to go to class, or do you think they go here to pursue? No, but they have to maintain their grades. They don't. It's not about whether they want to go to class or not. I'd be try, I'd be kind of interested to see how many um, teams. Team tutors take their tests for them, but that's for all schools. So it's not calling out anybody. Okay. <laughs> but still, getting back to the fact, like this schedule that they're putting out, like at East Carolina, at Memphis, at USF, those are joke games. I'm not saying they like, have a good schedule. They may lose Week Four to Florida Atlantic. But I'm saying that an 18 playoff with six conference champions plus the two wild card teams like, makes it more interesting. Five, their big Power Five is at North Carolina. Who's not very good in the first place? No, they're projected to finish last in the ACC. Yeah, they have games where you can buy tickets for eight dollars. <laughs> All right, but um, <laughs> and y'all are saying it's speaking of should be in speaking the- of money, Odell Beckham Jr. got forty million today when he signed the sheet, but he got five year, ninety five million dollar contract, with sixty five million dollars guaranteed. Oh, I know Cameron doesn't like it, but I love it. I don't like paying a receiver that much. I don't care who it is. I mean, this might be the most talented receiver that's ever played. With the most talent, I'm not saying most talented or, or. Ooh. I think he's he, got a lot. I think he of has talent. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of talent. I think he definitely is up there with the best hands. He ever has the best hands. But you his, know, if he, if but he, his yards if after catch. Four touch, if he scores four, four touchdowns in the first three games, he he will be the quickest receiver ever to fifty touchdowns. Because he's a great he's a great red zone receiver. Do you what do you think That's about his? Fan. But I know, but what do you think yeah. about his ability for yards after catch when they're throwing from their forty? Compared to someone like Marvin Harrison, Randy Moss. This is who you got to pay in the in, in NFL. This is who you got to pay: pass rushers, passers, and pass catchers, and pass protectors, and pass protectors. And Odell Beckham is a pass catcher. I don't, he plays in New. He plays in New. Do you like this move? Oh, I love it, bro. With, they're gonna have Saquon Barkley for the next six years. I know, but on you, his rookie contract, and they're paying Odell Beckham eighteen a year. Here's a question. What, do you like this move with all of the quarterback controversy that went on in New York last year? T- taking, taking out Eli Manning for the first time, benching him. Uh, it was dysfunctional last year. They it was lost, dysfunctional. They lost all their players in one game. It was like week three. And Eli Manning realistically, so was he 38 years old? They have an offensive coach coming in, Pat Shermer from Minnesota. I say Eli Manning's 38 years old, um, around there. I, mean, I like Eli for two years. Two years, but with this contract, this kind of cuts them off from signing a big name quarterback. Well, I think they pursue a quarterback in the draft anyway. They're not going to sign a free agent quarterback. Who's the next free agent quarterback? Every quarterback that you would want to sign is already locked up. You ain't getting him. That's why I think they should have picked Darnold instead of Saquon and then signed their running back like Le'Veon Bell, who's going to be a free agent after this season. Well, I think they would have picked Darnold. Let him sit beside. Let him sit behind Eli with the. What he's already showed is this dude's gonna be a starter for a long time. That's my opinion. They would have picked Darnold, locked up Odell up, and signed Le'Veon Bell. Let Eli ride out in the sunset like he wants. But I think this is a good move for New York. Yeah, you gotta, they you gotta go. You you can't let him walk. They were gonna pay him. I mean, yeah, I mean they were gonna pay him. I just think they overpaid. 
Like I, I, I don't doubt. I think he should. He's be. the highest paid receiver in the game by two million dollars. Julio, Julio makes too, yeah. Julio makes sixteen, and Odell's got like eighteen and a half now. But Julio also fits into the system of Atlanta. I mean, this kind of he's their he's been their best player for six years. I know, but it, look at Atlanta. They got Matt Ryan. They got Julio. They got Ridley now. I mean, so he was no. their best player when they drafted him. They they went to the free agent market and they got themselves some linemen. Their defense is good enough. And then the division that they play in, there hasn't been a, a team that win that division back to back and since two thousand four, I think. They're gonna have to play the Eagles and the Cowboys, but the last five, six years the Giants own the Cowboys. And the Eagles. Seems everyone's on the Cowboys. I'm not high on the Cowboys. All right, we're staying in the NFL. We're going to break it down. Each of us are going to give our top five quarterbacks for this upcoming year in the NFL. Um, we'll start it with Mikey. Um, well, I think it's obvious who one and two are. It's definitely Rodgers and Brady. I think – Who do you give the edge to at one versus two? This season, I'm giving the edge to Rodgers, but I, who's had like a better career and who's going to be listed as the best quarterback of all time. It's going to be Tom Brady. But as for this season, power rankings go, I'm going to go give it to Rodgers. Even coming off of a right collarbone injury from his throwing shoulder? Yes, I think he has a great season. and Huge season. I love the ad with Jimmy Graham. He's going to, it's going to be – But anyways, they got one and two, and I think most people's number threes should be Drew Brees. Oh, yeah. Best gunslinger in the NFL. And then after that, I got Matt Ryan – I don't know. I, I love Matty Ice. I think he's got he's so many all these other quarterbacks. The receiving core he's got, he's going to light it up. He's going to light it up. It, you it, like a guy that blows that big of a lead in the Super Bowl? Has the, has Warriors the blew a 3 1 lead. Were they not one of the best teams ever? Who? Warriors. I mean, okay, that, that's, a, that's, a blot, that's a blot on their legacy. I know. I'm just saying. And this is not. Uh, We're talking about this season, though. We're talking about this season. Not talking about and he's two not, years he's, ago. What they what did he do last year? They lost to the Saints. Yeah, the playoffs. Division room. Yeah. Yeah, due to poor play from Matthew Ryan. Okay, anyways, and then five I got probably Derek Carr, because I think he's with that receiving core he's got, he's gonna have a great year. What do you have, Cam? Since you're talking about my picks. What's, I, <laughs> one and two, I mean, I think this is going to be everyone's one and two. is going to be Rodgers and Brady. Like you said, the only, I give Rodgers, like, ideally, he's number one. I think he still is the number one. Um, coming off of a throwing shoulder injury is kind of tough. I think, I, think, I think he falls into it pretty quick. I think at most maybe one mediocre game until he's back into himself just to fit back into the offense. Brady at two. Got Breeze at, Breeze at three. I go Wentz at four. Um, I think before he got hurt, he was, like we have talked about, he's the front runner to win NFL MVP. And then, to be completely honest, I like Matthew Stafford at five. I think he's, he throws the football well. Um, I think that he's got enough targets out there. I think with a guy that throws the football like Matthew Stafford, I think if you give him some mediocre receivers, I mean, he's going to make them look a lot better than they are. He makes everyone around him better, and he kind of reminds me of a Peyton Manning, too. I mean, he's a he's a natural leader. Um, he commands the field very well, and that's what a lot of these other quarterbacks like Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, and Phillip Rivers don't do very well is they're not very good field generals. I mean, they don't know how to – they don't command the offense. I mean, Matt Ryan – Matthew Stafford's a guy kind of like Tom Brady that you like at the end of the game, I mean, pushing down the field. But he doesn't he doesn't make it deep deep into a run in any playoffs or anything. I mean that goes just, back I mean, to his team. That's what I'm saying. And that like, goes back to his team. We're talking about talent. If he's, if he's we're talking, your top if we're five quarterback. If we're gonna rank teams, we could have ranked teams. We're ranking talent at quarterback. I know, but you, who's your who's your one player that you lead your team? It's your quarterback. And you're saying he's your five and he's done. You're trying to tell me you think Matt Ryan is a better thrower, a better pure quarterback. Same happens to have a better year playoff, than Matthew Stafford. He's got two yes. playoff appearances. Yeah. Didn't go far with him. If he had a ground game, I mean that's just that's that's big for that's big for Detroit. I mean they've never had a ground game since Barry Sanders. <laughs> oh, 
So, with mine, I'm going to start at number five, and I got close five, six. I got Jimmy G at six, but really close call between Russell Wilson and Jimmy G at five. I think Russell Wilson is the fifth best quarterback in the league. Russell Wilson's strong. And um, <laughs> at four, I think I think Drew Brees is the fourth best quarterback in the four. league. And at three, I'm going with the uh, with Carson Wentz, who is going to be insanely good. He's going to be playing in this league for a long time. Um, and at number two, I got Tom Brady, and then of course number one is Rogers. Discount sell check. He's Rogers going to throw for 40 touchdowns this year, and we're probably going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Very deep run in the playoffs, in the NFC playoffs. Okay. Open, there's no injury. You Russell Wilson. Yeah. Are you big on him? Because he gets it done. With the team, with the offensive line he's had in the past few years. I think he's going to have a bad season this year. Very They're bad. not a good team. But exactly. So, I don't someone see why that I did I'm not four. Someone that so I did four. Super, he, he, you, think, you think Matt Ryan's better than Russell Wilson? I bet he has better better, better stats than Russell Wilson does this year. Pull him up. Pull up the stats. Career, Russell Wilson. Matt. We're talking about this upcoming year power rankings. And I, would, I, I'm I not, think I, Matt I, Ryan's got better than Russell To be fair, Wilson. I'm not a big Matt Ryan fan. But really. with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, Russell Wilson doesn't even come close to Matt Ryan's stats this year. You had two of the most elite receivers in the NFL. Leader, Leader, better quarterback, wins you games. And I think Falcons are going to win a lot more games than Seahawks Mm -hmm. do. I think Russell Wilson got a lot more two-ball rings than Matt Ryan. Okay, we're talking about this year. Hey, speaking of (laughs) – We were talking about greatest quarterbacks. We can start listening to Joe Montana, Joe Namath. Yeah, yeah. Uh Yeah, you're right. But like I said, I think Russell Wilson is the fifth-best quarterback in the league. Right now? Yeah. Next year, maybe not. Speaking of quarterbacks. Jimmy G is going to be really good. I almost put Jimmy G in mind. Speaking of quarterbacks, what do you think about Aaron or Andrew Luck coming off injury? He's going to have a fabulous year. Fabulous. I'm saying you think he has a fabulous year that he gets put back up into that. It's going to be slower than most everybody because he hasn't played football in two seasons. But do you think if he – do you think he gets back up to vintage Andrew Luck? Yes, Absolutely. So you see him becoming another one of the Jared, top five quarterbacks in the Jared, game again? I think Jared Goff's right in this mix, too. Fair enough, fair enough. I like I it. I think Jared Goff's better than Matthew Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan won an MVP two years ago. I'm pretty sure, was it, I'm pretty sure it was two years ago. Yeah, and y'all are, y'all are just hating on the man. lead in the Super Bowl. But he, he won the MVP. I don't know why y'all he, he so off. He blew the Super Bowl. Blew it. Had it in his hands and blew it. That's why I don't like him. He's not a leader. Can't win the to be one. fair on that, Can't on that win the statement, the last two losses in the playoffs that the Falcons have had has been the, due to poor play by Matt Ryan. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I, what do we say? Get, hey, what do we say about Auburn whenever we're discussing? They can't win a he big went game. To Philadelphia. Matty Ice can't win a big game. He went to Philly and couldn't. Uh, he went to Philly and couldn't. Did he win it? Okay, but it, but he, he went to Philly first round of the playoffs and couldn't beat Nick Foles. Couldn't beat Nick Foles. That's a backup quarterback. Maybe Wait, the be- he may be the best. When did he play Nick Foles? In the first round of the playoffs. The pe- last season. Okay. He went to Philly and he couldn't beat Nick Foles. Probably, he's the best backup in the league, but still he's a backup. I mean, Nick Foles did beat the Patriots. Beat yeah, he, had beat all the team. he had an so, incredible game. But look at his stats. I wouldn't, don't, don't hate on Nick Foles when he won the Super Bowl. Maybe if he lost he the next game. He didn't win the Super Bowl. But he, he, he got his team to win the Super Bowl. Win. No, yeah, Matt Ryan yeah, didn't single-handedly it. lose the 28-3 lead. That's not all Matt Look Ryan. Look up how – what did he throw, two or three Okay, everything the is second not half? on him. Definitely the defense could have held him, okay? They should not have scored that many many uh, points. You're coming from a guy who threw but three – The whole thing was Two to three interceptions at half of Brady maybe throws five to six interceptions a year. They were up 28-3, but Matt Ryan did not put a single point back up on the board in the second half. They stayed at 28. They lost, and they stayed. It's not Mike solely Payton, Matt Ryan's Mike fault. Payton said about Odell not. Beckham Jr. about the the whole quarterback thing. Quarterback there is to lead. He's 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 the heart and soul of your 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 team. Even even the defense. Okay, he's, he's good won MVP. Play. Like he's had great. We're talking about stats. He's have a good year this upcoming year, and I'm still on Matt Ryan as my pick in that top five. It's wrong. There, okay, here's here's a, here's a question that kind of goes along with this about MVPs. Derrick Rose has an MVP. Is he one of the top five players in the... Okay, you act like Matt Ryan didn't have a good year last year. He had a good year last year, too. I just think he's average. Mediocre. Those a lot of people. I think Julio makes him a lot better. Yeah. You're right. Having Julio Jones and 
Mohamed Sanu. Good receivers make really, you a good quarterback. And that's been proven facts. But you gotta look look at look at Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Makes you a better five, quarterback. Five years have no receivers. Hmm. So look at look at Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. The past five, six years have no. All receivers. Tom Brady's receivers fit in that system perfectly, so yeah, but I wouldn't not say great that. Great receivers, but that, but what he does but with the receivers, but he but has, Tom makes them better. Yeah, Tom makes yes, them better. Your receivers right. don't make Tom better. It's the same with Peyton Manning. Marvin Harrison was not a good Tom receiver Brady when he came to Yes, you're right. Peyton Manning made Marvin Harrison a Hall of Famer. But, but Matt Ryan's situation is Julio's in there, and Julio's an unbelievable. He didn't win the MVP because of the receivers, or it would have went to Julio. So I'm just y'all. Who's the last wrong receiver to win an MVP? Calvin Johnson, maybe. It's been a while. I mean, they're not just, if it was just Julio, it would have been Julio's MVP. Like, come on now. Yeah, they were very good that year, but still, he blew a twenty-eight-three. Well, where do y'all put Matt Ryan in y'all's? I put him at like eleven. I give him a little bit higher. I give him nine. I like Jared Goff better. I like Jimmy G, I like Derek Jimmy. Carr, Russell Wilson's in front of him. I don't even think Matthew That's Stafford better than Matt Ryan. I may even put Sam Darnold. We'll just see. We'll see in the year when Matt Ryan has hella good stats. It's fine. He probably will. He's got a little we'll see where Russell Calvary. Wilson's at. Who? Russell Wilson. We'll see where Russell Wilson's at. We'll see about it. Um, but switching out of football, going into – the MLB with the NL wildcard race, and this thing's getting heated. St. Louis has thrown themselves right into the mix with uh, Milwaukee. St. Louis and Milwaukee are in the two spots now. Um, Colorado, one game out of St. Louis and Milwaukee. And Philly is two, and the Dodgers are two and a half. And I remember on this show, by the way, you can follow us on Twitter, Show Us Sports One. Um, I remember on this show about a week and a half ago, we said that you can watch the Dodgers slip. Now they're sitting two and a half games out of the wild card. I think just two weeks ago they were about three games up in the division, weren't they? Who? Who's this? The Dodgers. Dodgers. When Kenley Jansen went out, I'm pretty sure all three. He's of us, back now. So pretty sure all three of us said that you can go ahead and watch them slip out of the race with Kershaw out. Yeah, and now they're they're two and a half out, man. And Colorado's one game out. Arizona yeah. winning the division right now. You think, you think they you think they fall out of this? It'd be it'd be really funny if they, you think they got Machado and didn't even make it to the playoffs. You think playoffs. they fall out of this and then he walks? <laughs> he's walking and they don't make it to the playoffs. Oh yeah, he's out. He's out. He's like he'll go, he'll go play with the Yankees. What do you not think Machado's walking I if like they don't Colorado, make it to the playoffs? I like Colorado better. I think money speaks and I think Yeah, money speaks, but but if it if if you get him in July and then you expect him to make this big impact and then just steamroll the division the rest of the way, he doesn't. I'll take Bryce Harper. He's gonna hit me bombs. Gonna win me games. Gonna be flashy. And he's gonna get butts in the seats. Put butts in the seats for the next ten years with Kirk. Machado does too, but you're right. Harper probably will put more butts in the seats. Yeah. yeah and, and the thing is, Machado, he's not. He's got a little bit of swagger to him, but he's not very interactive with media. Yeah, not, I don't. That's why I don't like him in New York. In a big, but. in a big market town like Boston, New York, L.A., you need someone like Harper, and everyone's always like, "Yeah, I want Mike Trout." Mike Trout's the greatest player in the MLB right now. That's don't get me wrong, but he is boring. He's like, I, I bet he goes to Philly next year. That's yeah, where Machado, I think he's going. I think Machado could fall in Philly and really just tear it up. I think that's where he should have fell in the trade deadline. I think Philly should have threw one more prospect in there and said, screw you, Dodgers. And then now Philly's, Philly's three or four games out of the wild card now. There's, they're 70 and 60, so. What are they, four and a half out? They're one game back from the wild card. Wait, no, two games back from the wild card. Yeah, that's right. And Dodgers two and a half, and Colorado one. And then you got Arizona. How far are they up in that division with Colorado and L.A.? See. Go to go to the West standings. I don't know when pull that up, but uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's been in some interesting games of baseball here lately. How's the AL going? Oakland. AL Tampa Bay is on an eight-game win streak after sweeping Boston. See, and Oakland's up five. Roll it, roll it. Go Tampa Bay. <laughs> Love me some Tampa Bay. Oakland's support. up on Seattle five games. So I don't see. I think Oakland, New York, wild card in New York. 
Yeah, I def I definitely gonna see it being Oakland, New York, unless Seattle makes a huge run and just plays their lights out. Boston got swept this weekend, first time mm-hmm. in the season. <laughs> Tampa Bay's rolling. Bay's quite happy. How many games do the Braves up in the NL East? Three. Yeah. I want to say three. It's, it's yeah. Three, what if Tampa Bay sure. is? We got a three-game series with Tampa Bay. Yeah. Tampa Bay wins, sweeps them. Oh, uh, speaking of Philly, it. Philly, did uh they did they ever fi- get that trade done for Bautista? With I haven't New seen York? anything on it yet. I've not seen anything. Do so you I'm think Bautista see. makes him a better team? No, I don't. No, I don't understand he's why good, they're going. He's good bad to have off the bench. You're still going with Bautista. Run. You're still going about that name from about. Four or five years ago, where he was a forty home run guy. Yeah, and the Braves and, and to he's, a, he's a good player to have on the bench to come up there and try to hit a home run. We need and you need a couple. Of runs. I mean, yeah, but that's like right there. That's he's like not going to play. It's like a ten percent home run chance with a ninety percent strikeout chance. But you you simply bring him in there just yeah pinch hitter for yeah, a yeah. home run hitter off the bench and then a little veteran mentality yeah. around the clubhouse. He's been in the playoffs before, but I'm. I'm I'm hearing that Matt, that New York wants a prospect, and I don't think I'd give up a prospect for that. I think I'd have to give up like some cash or like a pick. No, I wouldn't give anything for Batista. Maybe like a bucket of balls, <laughs> some baseball cards signed or something like that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> sticking back to this in a wild card, who do you think gets in? Two teams that get in. Um, I like Milwaukee. St. Louis has been. Playing good baseball with Matt Carpenter, just leading the, this charge of them. I think it's going to wind up being Milwaukee, Colorado. I think so too. I bet it's going to be because St. Louis, St. Louis has a very tough schedule. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if St. Louis. I think Milwaukee's going to get Milwaukee, it. We got two. We have two two series with Chicago, and then one with St. Louis. And one with St. Louis is the the last um, the next to last series on the season. There's a three game series in Milwaukee. I, I don't know, man. I feel like Dodgers might just start playing good ball and get in there. I think it's going to be Milwaukee and Colorado. See, Matt Holliday back with the Rockies hit a bomb this weekend. First time that's he's played in two years. Good for baseball. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. But that's all we got today, guys. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ShowBuzzSports1, at ShowBuzzSports1. We'll be back this week a few more times getting ready for college football. UNA's first game at Southern Utah. And... um Follow us on Twitter. As soon as we get 100 followers, we got memorabilia coming out. And this this year we will be, or this upcoming week we will be setting up our we will be setting up our NFL fantasy league. So as always, um, DM us if you want to be involved in that. Um, have a great night. Thanks for listening. Good night.